Chewing gum for friends is fun. So is talking about box office results. We're going to do all that and more next on Box Office Breakdown. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Amy Cassandra and no. desperate fear for her ears. I need to be oh, able to man. hear things, but I don't want to hear that. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome mm-hmm. to Box Office Breakdown. This is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we like to... Pro... No. Hey. hey! About the box office at Lie Head. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. And my name's Carrie Lane. And my name's Amy Cassandra Martinez. What's up? It's Neil Plumley. And, of course, making us look good and sound even better is our boy Anthony in the booth. Making you sound a little too good, Frank. Mm. No, I second second that. (laughs) Yeah, please. (laughs) For those of you at home, he was torturing us with that during the sound check, and we hate him for it. Mm, Delightful. Uh, As always, folks, you know what you can do? You can like us on Facebook. You can give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. While you're there, give it a thumbs up, or two, Mm -hmm. or three, four, as many as you can muster up. And, of course, feel free to hop in the chat, share your thoughts about anything. And if you're watching after we stream live, Carrie, what can they do? You can all comment down below, and you're going to watch you because there's going to be stuff we're going to give away. Oh, man. Ready, and it's connected to Ready Player One. And don't worry, no spoilers. So no spoilers for those. Of course not. Don't worry, guys. Oh, I'm going to spoil the hell out of it. Don't Stop. worry, John- nope. Jonathan yep. Peck in the chat. No. He said he didn't want no, any spoilers. Like- I understand. I feel you because I wrote a review on it, and I'm like, nope, there are certain things that were great because it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, I don't want to ruin that for you, so don't worry. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, you're luckily, like, I don't screw y'all. That. Yep. <laughs> if you've come to hear about the movie, then you got to get, you know, spoiler alert. Feel free to tune in next week if you want to hear your thoughts about Stop the movie. Stop it. Uh, Carrie's going to be giving away those three keys that she's wearing around her neck. No, so. they are mine. <laughs> no, nope, she's giving them away. That's when she came in. She was like, super excited about giving those away to one lucky uh, viewer. So that was so kind of you. That's very so nice, That is incredibly yeah. nice. I'll be kind by letting you know where you can go buy those. No, there's something else, too. Oh, I'll interesting. Uh, I, I noticed you didn't offer to buy us any of those. But that's cool. I mean, no. whatever, Carrie. Uh, all right, so folks, we're going to hop right into uh, this week's past box office results. And, of course, coming in at number one, right there on the leaderboard, Ready Player One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, of course, uh, I think of, of the four of us here, the person that was uh, the, the resident expert of Ready Player One has already done another podcast uh, sharing his, his well-earned, well-founded knowledge about the, uh, the property. Neil Plumley, what did you think? I'll tell you, Frank. Here's what I thought. Oh, man. Here we go. This hot take. That movie (laughs) was a blast. What? (laughs) (laughs) Now, that isn't to say that it's perfect at all. There's a lot of things that I was cringing at as, like, the dialogue between characters. Uh, Some of the ways that the the film... uh, move forward mm-hmm. from uh, section to section was a little rambunctious. I understand that it's a tall order getting all of that into a book um, I was, or all of that from a book into a movie rather. I was actually thinking about it today about um, how uh, they have some, uh, like you see in the trailer there's some uh, voiceover that happens, uh, some uh, what would you call that, narration? Sure. From uh, the main character, he's just trying to like expo the situation for everyone, make it a little bit easier. And that sort of just like 
was around in the beginning and then just kind of, you know, went away. And I was thinking, like, well, that didn't really... Actually, it didn't really just go away. It just sort of, like, mm, stopped. So it was like, okay, well, that wasn't very graceful, I guess. But um, all in all, like, the first, what is it, like, maybe ten minutes in the movie with, uh, with like, the first challenge that you see blew my mind apart. That was so much fun. And what, was, what made it even more fun is how there was, like, a lack of score during that part. So it was just all just action, like, the whole time without any distractions to it. Even though it was basically just all distraction. Well, um, as somebody who loved the book, what, is there something that you wish had been adapted differently, or something that was left out that you wish had been put in? Yes, yes. There's a few things. Things I can't quite talk about here, mm-hmm. in case people have read the book and also have not seen the movie yet. Um, certain, I'll say this: there's some things that happen with um, uh, with one of the climactic situations near the end of the movie mm-hmm. that could have been a little bit better. Uh, and then there's also around like the middle of the movie, there's a big, there's a a big thing happens with one of the characters that just did not happen at all, and they just sort of like move past it. Um, yes. Yeah. I'm what I think. They just sort of. They're like, nope. They just imagine that it didn't happen, and they revise the story accordingly. Um, that being said, uh, who? James, who played James Halliday? Was it Mark Rylance? Is that his name? Yeah. I really liked him. That was fantastic. He was so good. He was so good. Him. That was, it, it's almost... He's wonderfully weird, which he should be. It yeah. was like the perfect amount of awkwardness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he played like, because in the book they don't really, they sort of say that Halliday was sort of like disconnected mm-hmm. from humanity. Yeah, but he was did, a shut-in and everything. Yeah, but they didn't really he like... He couldn't communicate well. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 but in the book the only thing you get from him as far as like talking is when he's as Agnorak in mm-hmm. his in his like goodbye video in his in his video will that he puts out to the world after he dies. So this was so cool because we never really got a chance to see him like talk to people mm. and interact with people and just that like that sheepish sort of like tick that he kept having. And I was like, this is amazing. You're so good at this, man. He's a good actor. Uh, I really liked what was it? Um, um, Samantha Cook, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Who played yeah. Artemis? Mm-hmm. From Thoroughbreds. Yeah. She was really good. Her direction, IRL, was a bit weird. Mm. Uh, as, like, the, I, don't, I don't think Stephen really knew what he, how he wanted her to act mm. in the real world. But her as Artemis was yes. dope. Yes. Was dope. I also peeked that they uh, made her eyes a little bit bigger for that little emotional mm-hmm. uh Entry, uh, entry to the soul context for everybody so that they would identify with her a little bit more. But also, her performance capture was insane. I thought that, like, like the expressions on her face were all, like, right there. And I was like, oh, Because then damn. when you see the real life, you're like, yes. Yeah. Like, you understand that it's her. So, like, pff, bravo to that. Uh, visually, it's stunning. Uh, nostalgically, it's stunning. It was, it was a blast. It's not, and like I said, it's not at all a perfect movie at all. There's definitely a lot of things that I would like to change about it, but I had a lot of fun. And I think it's about as good as we're going to get as far as an adaptation goes. Amy, how about you? Yeah, I really liked all the Easter eggs. And you haven't read it, so. I haven't read it, and I think they did a really good job describing the world to people that don't know it. Um, But yeah, all the Easter eggs were really fun, and I think that it made it way more enjoyable for us to watch because it's like, instead of flipping, I mean, I'm sure it was really fun, but instead of like flipping and be like, oh my gosh, 
reference that I don't want to mm-hmm. say. Um, it was like, oh my god, oh my god, that's so cool. So I think that they did a really good job bringing that to life. Um, yeah, I agree. There, there are a few things that I'm like, oh, I would have just changed this one thing. Not even from the book to the movie, but just in general, just the movie. Yeah. Uh, but it's fun, and I think that it would it's very enjoyable to watch with a group of people. So you can leave. I mean, we should have all gone and seen it together. Maybe next time, guys. Because then we could have just been like, oh, my God, it's I mean, that, it's that, you know? Yeah, it's sort of what I saw it with uh, some friends of mine. One of them was Michael Young with the podcast I was on that Frank mentioned, uh, Nerd Soul. Check it out. Um, we, uh, we were just sitting next to each other. And during, uh, I'm not going to give it away, but there's a moment where someone comes in with sort of like a trump card in the final battle. Uh, and starts to fight the the big the big mm-hmm. bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he's when he verbally says what he wants what he's going to do, him and I were both like, "Yo!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like out like loudly out loud in the theater, and then the shit starts to go down, and we're like both holding each other like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so, yeah. See, well, and then I did hear a lot of people. I mean, I went. It was Wednesday night in the evening. It was like seven mm-hmm. or so. So it was a good amount of people there, and they were laughing. They were just having a good time. So I think that that's what we all want when we go to the movies. We want to have a good time, whether that means mm-hmm. being terrified or laughing or just being able to point to things. So yeah. it was really, really fun. Yeah, I liked it. Carrie, did you see it? Not your turn yet. Okay, no, I'm gonna go ahead. No, uh, I read the book. I read it like a year ago, and then I reread it. Uh, my first thing that I was essentially warning people that I'm like, they're super different. Everybody goes, well, adaptations are different. I'm like, no, no, this feels like a completely different book. Um, like, all the challenges are completely different. Everything is super simplified. Now, I did really enjoy the movie, but like, instant, I, I went to the premiere and instantly it was like record scratch of like, whoo, okay, they've changed a lot. And like, it's just the basic thing, which you kind of go, okay, fine. So I was telling people I know them, like, all right, it's, it's really fun, but if you've read the book, definitely think, like, it's so different. Like, it's so different that if you watch the movie and read the book, you'll have no idea what really happens. Like, the main parts, sure, but, like, each challenge will be too, super different, and same thing. Book into movie, you'll be like, okay, but that's cool, because some parts were really good. The second quest, I think that was a really good change, because mm-hmm. um, it was more available to more audiences which I was like alright cool and that added a lot of humor and I appreciated that I like that was probably the one change where I was like okay that's maybe almost better um the I think one of the things that kind of lacked is the danger and like uh, timeline cause this is like super short it's like it feels like feels it's like a span week. of like a week and yeah. I'm like this is years this takes some years to solve this puzzle and I'm like um okay uh, so, and I also felt in simplifying everything, it made our characters less cool and less smart because I'm like, dude, they have to know so much. They have to be able to solve these puzzles. They have to be able to figure all these things out. So in this, it was more like ability. Like the first one, that's ability. That's, I mean, you solve it by mm-hmm. smarts, but initially it's not because you are skilled. It's more like, you. does that make sense of like, they are less special and uh, the chosen ones, if you will, because it's like, oh, yeah, anybody could do it. It's like, no, no, these people, this was their lives. Also, I think the Oasis isn't, like, uh, shown that, no, everybody, like, lives there. Like, the real world sucks so bad yeah. that everybody is there. It felt like it was both, so I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I mean, those are some more really specific 
things if you've read the book. Yeah. But yeah, overall, it's a super fun ride. But if you've read the book, go in knowing it'll be super different. And then I think it'll still be an awesome ride. And even if you have read the book, or if you haven't read it, I think it's still really fun. And uh, the Ready Player One Challenge in LA was kind of cool, too. If you guys... If it's still around. How long? It's almost over, right? It's like think, the 8th yeah. or something? Yeah. And then... Um, I think it's almost done. And then, totally not sponsored, but if you want to nerd out and get their stuff, Hot Topic, I got at the challenge. They have a t-shirt. They have the keys as a necklace, and then I have the gates as earrings. Nice. Which they do the keys, too. You can't see because we have this, but... I was like, oh, merch. I am so sold. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I would definitely also recommend everybody read the book after because it's just so much more nerdy stuff. But yeah. It's I, like... I, it's like deep nerd stuff. Yeah, and it's one of those some people are just like, oh, there's too much references. I'm like, okay, then it's not that's your book. That's not Yeah, I'm like, that's, that's the point. Like, some complaints, I'm like, that's the point of the... Okay. It's like a love letter to the 80s. It is! And it's more about the 80s. The movies was a little more like 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Which yeah. is still kind of cool. But, um... Or the, the robot change they made at the end, that was cool, though. Mm-hmm. I was like, I approve. You go, here you go. Yeah. All right. Professor Fink, can I go next? Please, Anthony. Yeah. Okay. I got to say the action, uh, I'm right there with you, Neil, completely blew me away. I was very afraid since it was all CGI. I wasn't sure if it was going to have the same gravitas as, like, you know, actual action, like practical effects action. Mm -hmm. And I was very very, uh, pleased with the action, I got to say. Yes. That being said, everything else... uh, it was very meh for me. <laughs> it was very uh, for, uh, quite like a forgettable movie for me. <laughs> not gonna mm. lie. Um, uh, um, yeah, a lot of characters didn't really have too much depth to them. A lot of their like emotional gravitas was not there for me at all. Um, Samantha Cook was cool. Um, uh, Ty Sheridan should not be acting. <laughs> uh, it makes me a little sub- a little sad that he's gonna be our Cyclops because I'm a little worried about him. Not gonna lie. Mm. Not sure. Maybe I gotta give him another shot. I don't know if you guys have a movie where he's better. But he was not great here, um, in my opinion. Um, he was fine. The only, the only real, like, real acting I saw from him when he was just, like, there's uh, the gun scene. I'll just, I'll just say that. That's about it. Like the, where you actually saw more of his chutzpah and more of his like. You actually saw him be alive. The rest of he was just kind of like dead throughout the whole thing, mm. in, in my opinion. Uh, and. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Oh yeah, that 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 voiceover I don't think was unnecessary. Come on, just fucking uh, sorry, just just show us, just show us. No, no, it should be the narrator because it's like the book. <laughs> no, because it's but a then, narrator. But then you get rid of the narration only just to set up the world. Like it's either it's either you you keep it or you or you. I don't know. It's just I understand for setting up the world, but it also I feel like Spielberg is such an adept uh, filmmaker that he can show us everything about what the world's going down. Like mm-hmm. he could say hand, he could show us. While the world's getting worse, people are getting lost in haptic suits and getting like getting lost in this oasis easily. Like just just from two cuts, like you can show that. You don't have to tell us everything. But I understand this is also like a uh, I don't know what was it rated PG thirteen. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like okay, well, it's made. It's not made for I guess my demographic. Um, and uh, but yeah, that's about it. I, I don't really. I thought it was really forgettable. It was. I, I thought you would like a couple of the horror changes they made because those aren't in the book. Oh yeah, the, the Shining I thought was really great. I'm trying not to think about the about the book at all. I'm glaring at you because you. 
I'm, no, I, that was actually my favorite part right there. The sh- <laughs> yeah, <sorry>. Anthony, <laughs> what? Stop it's saying the name of the movie. What? It's too late. It's already out there. It's too late. It's oh fun. yeah, whatever. There you go. As always, folks, uh, there are some spoilers. As we mentioned, oh, spoilers, it wasn't spoilers. us, guys. It's all right. You gotta know when you come in. There could be some spoilers. So. People could just be joining us right now. So That's true. They didn't hear it. I liked one, uh, a horror reference without saying the name. I, some article was like, there's a character later that causes someone to say the F word because it was a review like, is this movie okay for kids? And they were like really breaking it down. And they're like, yeah, there's this horror character that makes someone say the F word. I'm like, That's the greatest way because I'm like, I remember that scene because that was a very specific F bomb. And yeah. that character was awesome. That part was like even better. Yeah. It's okay, Anthony. We still love you. I mean, as long as I love myself, I think that's all that matters. <laughs> You're like, I'm not going to talk. Like, oh, stop. That's right. You don't yeah. need anybody else's validation, Anthony. Look mm. at you. You do you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so uh, coming in number two at the box office. Wait, Frank, didn't you see it? Oh, I did, did see, you see it. it? Oh, we did, we're not here to talk about no, my No, we want to hear your thoughts, too. Uh, no, it was fine. I thought, uh, I feel like for a movie like this, it should have had a, a better title sequence. That was my hot take. That was a pretty dull title. Hmm. Yeah. Title card. You're just going to... Do all this really cool stuff, and then you're just gonna throw up a uh, black and white for that. Like, all right, cool. And that that the uh, <laughs> the intro to the stacks, man, what a what a dud opening that for that movie that was. <laughs> just to watch him slowly walk through the stacks. Ugh, that was a that was a snooze intro. No, <laughs> that was. I mean, unless you want to paint that the world world is so boring, but it's also. Ugh, all right, I, I don't need to see him like red, walking down real time. Ready this. player yawn. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Someone had, uh, I'd be curious on your thoughts, and then you guys too. D- the difference between the Oasis and the real world, um, someone I co-wrote the, a review with, she was saying if they had made it like desaturated such that the Oasis did look that, because it's supposed to be more bright, more clear, more beautiful, and if they had filmed the real world more like flat, would that have been a visual benefit to it? I think that could have been cooler. Actually. I think they were filmed differently. If, if I but remember, I mean, like if it's... I remember right, the, the real world stuff was shot on thirty-five millimeter film, and then the Oasis was shot on the Ari Alexa, which but is it a... still looks pretty and still yeah. like in focus. And not you should take a page from the Wachowski brothers and pull a Matrix. I did really like it was shot on film too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gave it a nice little flair to it. I will say one thing I did like is in terms of just like his uh, memories, uh, they have almost like a giant library. The way that they interpreted that. I that was that cool. was cool. That's yeah. not in the book, but that was a good change. Yeah, that, that made it kind of interesting way to kind of well, visualize. Good. It piggybacks on yours thing of like that was a way to learn about Halliday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was really cool. Yes. Uh, coming in number two uh, this week was the subject of our box office bet. It was Tyler Perry's Acrimony from Lionsgate. Oh, I, by the way, Ready Player One, forty-one point two million dollars. Lions uh, Acrimony did seventeen point one. Neil. The hot, hot update on what our box office bet was. That's right. This is the hottest update you guys will hear <laughs> all night. It was acrimony. Frank, you said 17.1, am I right? That is correct. We will go from closest to furthest, as is tradition. I love it. Okay. Uh, so say we all. <laughs> the closest one, staggeringly $400,000 off, was Carrie D. Lane. With seventeen point five million. Wow, that is really close. It's very close. <laughs> Good for you. We're all very proud. Mm-hmm. I'm bowing. Second place listening. was uh, Amy Cassandra, thirteen million. Cool. Third place coming Thank in strong, you. and with the bronze medal is Frank Moran, 
12 million. No class. Nope. They don't need any. That's <laughs> more about me. Support. You next, in line, <laughs> next in line, barely mentionable, is uh, me, $10 million, <laughs> with our person who needs to go see the movie being oh. Mr. Boothman, Tony what? B. Tony, Ooh. underscore, with $8 million. Uh, <laughs> you can't. You can't. Hate on those Tyler Perry fans, man. They will come through. <laughs> what? Yes. I got to say, uh, what a pleasant surprise <laughs> for, this, <laughs> for this film. Not for me, but I mean, it's okay. All of these yeah. dramas, they're like this vibe that Tyler Perry makes always get high numbers. There Every you go. time. I mean, I don't know how high 17 really is, but in it's terms high. of all of his, it's but high for him, I think. it's. Yeah. There's people that come out for sure. It's higher than nine. Yeah. That's all we need to know. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, coming at number three was Black Panther. That did another $11.2 million. And uh, four, I can only imagine, still staying strong in the top five for another 10.75. And rounding out our top five, Pacific Rim, making a $9.2 million, a 67.3 drop Oof. since uh, from its, it's <laughs> debut the week before. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, anybody surprised by that big of a drop? That's a full-on plummet. That's a Batman vs. Superman drop right there. You surprised? Or no? No, I'm not really surprised from what I've heard about the movie, but, you know, it just kind of sucks. It's never really, like, a, a cool thing when something like that happens, but you know, there you go. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, you know, uh, Stephen DeKnight, I mean, he's he's a uh, great, great writer, but still, this was not a really great film, at least for me. So, uh, anybody else see some other films here? I am starting to make my way through um, all of the Marvel movies. Yeah, you've seen those on yeah. your stories. Prep, prep, prepping up. Yeah, getting ready for Infinity War. Had so. you not seen? Them? No, I rewatching. Had. Just rewatching. Cool. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. It's fun, and I am creating polls mm-hmm. on Insta stories. So feel free to cast in your votes for those movies. I'm having fun though. There's a lot. What do you do with the winner with the winning votes? Just, you know, I can share them with you guys. A whole lot of no. (laughs) I can share them with you guys because it's the moment you vote, you know the answer. So, you know, unless you're at the very beginning, then you're like, well, whatever, it could change. But uh, some people have been messaging me and they're like, who are the 4% of people that did not like Avengers? (laughs) So it's fun. I like hearing your opinions and um, yeah, just join in. Are you watching them in the order they came out or Mm -hmm. in the Marvel timeline? No, in the order they came out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Period. <laughs> uh, there you go. Nice. Well, I, yeah. I'll piggyback off that. I, I saw uh, Thor Ragnarok again last night. Um, my first initial viewing was <laughs> meh. This this second come around was like, okay, it's funny, but it's still very meh. <laughs> like, like I, I played more attention to the jokes. So I was like, okay, but everything else just looks like trash to me. It just looks so bad. Like you can tell right away, everything CGI. The screens are CGI. The whole, uh, the whole scene with uh, Odin. Oh god, it was tar- terrible. I just, uh, I don't know. Um, but maybe it was a smaller budget for a for a Marvel fan for a Marvel movie, and uh, they just kind of like threw it on the back burner. I don't know what happened. It, it's a it's a fun movie. It's just I don't think it's great or good. Interesting. Neil loves the movie though. He'll tell. <laughs> yeah, he he yeah. will talk your ear off. So that movie are, frustrates me so much. Biggest frustration still to this day about that film. What is it? When is one of your one of your biggest frustrations? Uh, Bruce Banner jumping in to see of the day at the end, and they turn it into a joke. Yeah, no, I oh, agree. Oh, with the bridge, mm-hmm. especially because he was like, I don't know if I'll be able to turn back if I go if I become the Hulk again. 
I could be that forever, and that should have been a that should have been a moment. It should have been a big heartfelt moment that could have slow mode him become the Hulk again, and then going and attacking was it Fenrir the Wolf? Mm-hmm. But no, they turned it into a joke. They hadn't just. But it was funny. No, it, I had a good time. I thought it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was the same type but of joke. But you have a really good point, though. It was the same, and it's it's sort of like it all just felt like one Taika joke, Taika Waititi, the director, mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. He has the same timing and the similar type of punchline, and so when he jumps, it's the same exact amount of time, and then, mm. and then the action moves forward. And I'm like, hmm. it right. could have been cool. Carrie Lane, tight. How about <laughs> how about yourself? I don't remember loving it, but I did think it was fun. Oh, I saw um, that any other films you may have seen. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm catching up on Jessica Jones. No. Yes, right. I'm catching up on Jessica Jones. I still need to finish Though, I'm on episode nine, and Trisha's storyline, I want it to be done. It, it, right. it gets better. Cool. Uh, I've heard, but I'm like, <laughs> Frank's like, it's okay, so guys. hard to sit through. Uh, you can it's see really that hard. conversation continue on uh, Marvel TV news. Mm-hmm. And the right. Jessica Jones after show, we already wrapped, so... Look at that. What? Right. <laughs> uh, I did uh, do my due diligence for <laughs> losing that box office bet last week for Sherlock Yay. Gnomes. It's <laughs> a rough one, guys. Yeah. That was a, probably not the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Hey. Not, yeah, that's damning it with fam, fame praise. There. Wait, where was what was that one that you absolutely hated? No. The snowman was rough, but I didn't think I saw no. that. For, uh, no, that was. There's that other anime. Yeah. It was anime. Boo two. It was boo two. Didn't you? Oh, boo two Midi Halloween. Oh, bad. you, boo you hated oh, that. So where's that? Where's that fall? This boo. this is better than boo. I, man, I just had such a visceral dislike <laughs> for boo two. That was oh, it was terrible. Get your gears gears grinding. Oh yes. Uh, but this one, it's. Uh, I mean, it's just really just. A mediocre film. I'd never seen the first one, so I have no idea if I would have been, you know, like, oh my gosh, this is better or worse than the original. I can't you, say. You should. Do you feel like you're missing out on vital character information or emotional no, context? No, but I also don't know if I want to see uh, two gnomes uh, who are married now decide to hit marital strife and try to work their way through that. Do I? Re- is that the movie I really want to see? Eh, no, no, not really. The first <laughs> one's cute. Mm, all right, that was funny. Uh, for people who've watched the show for a while, Leap is now on Netflix and is added to my queue because that was one I'd ever seen. But it's on my queue now. Uh, I was like, oh, it's there. Oh, Storks? Someone brought that up too. Yeah, actually, I, I enjoyed. No, you like Storks? I, yeah. I enjoyed Storks more, Storks more than I thought I was going to. Okay. Yes. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was great to walk into the theater and see. I think it was only six other people with uh, mostly kids. And they're adults, and then there's just me, just the dude walking in. <laughs> hey, everybody! I'm here to watch this weirdo movie with you guys. <laughs> slide, slide over. Hope we get. I to make sure to sit right next to him. Of course. Was anywhere else in that wide open theater? I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll sit right with you guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, the animation's fine. Uh, the voices stuff is just kind of okay, cool. Mm. Uh, they do a nice story? thing with. Uh, I mean, it's your typical like just kind of you know generic action. Uh, have to. Re- get somebody else out of danger kind of mm, story. Mm. Like, if you've seen a million of these kind of like, oh my gosh, somebody's in danger, we gotta save them kind of action-adventure movies, then you know the beats of this. Uh, they do something with the Sherlock Gnomes where they, anytime he does like his, uh, his mind is he's kind of imagining all the mm-hmm. scenarios and stuff, they do it kind of on a black-and-white hand-drawn thing, which is kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Mary J. Blige shows up for a hot second. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Maggie Smith and Michael Caine are hot, hot second voices in oh. there. 
Yeah. All so, right. Yep. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was it. Like, okay. That's great. I. They must have had like I, I guess owed a favor to one of the producers or something. <laughs> uh, lost a bet or something. They come in. They just like mm-hmm. we'll do a couple lines and then we'll speak no more of this. Right? Okay. Cool. So yeah, Sherlock Gnomes. That was that was a time in the theater that <laughs> I watched that movie. <laughs> uh, I don't think we'll be seeing a third. So that'll be a shame. Aww. Darn. That will be a truly a shame. Until you said that, I thought this one was the third one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, quick thing with the international numbers here. Uh, Ready Player One, uh, with what amounts to 85% of its international footprint stomping across the globe, has grossed $128 million in 62 territories. It uh, enjoyed its, uh, Warner Brothers enjoyed its biggest weekend ever in China, where it opened to $61.7 million on its 18,200 screens. Uh, and that's one territory where it, uh, that one territory where it has enjoyed a high score of 9.2, accounted for more than half of its screen. Screens is a virtual reality film based on the Ernest Cline book. Played on more than 35,600 screens this weekend overseas. Uh, the global tally is uh, $181.3 million, and it was the number one film in North America. Woo! Yeah, there There's some big international numbers for that movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the, a lot of those properties that they kind of touch are just like they hit that nostalgia button for everybody worldwide. Mm-hmm. So easy thing to be able to dial into foreign audiences as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, get yourself a Zemeckis cube and go re- watch some of that stuff again. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. <laughs> uh, Beauty and the Beast is past. Uh, our uh, Black Panther's is past Beauty and the Beast to claim the all-time number eleven spot on the global stage with a ooh, one point one one billion two hundred seventy-three point nine million dollars. Wow! It'll soon surpass Frozen to take its place in the top ten global global performers of all time. They let it go. Wow! Nicely done. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Not kidding. <laughs> so, uh, so folks, we've got uh, three films vying for your city, for your box office vote next week. Uh, we've got Blockers. I'm crossing quiet place, a quiet place, a quiet place, a quiet place. <laughs> yes. The Kate Cannon uh, next directorial uh, film from Universal with uh, John Cena. There you go, leading the charge. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You got to do your uh, go. Yeah, there. that's right. <laughs> Does he do that? <laughs> yeah. You can't oh. see me. Uh, uh, we got Chappaquiddick, a thriller uh, from Entertainment Studios, 1500 well, screens. Chappaquiddick quit it. And A Quiet Place, the <gasps> John Krasinski <laughs> directed and starred with his wife, Emily Blunt, a thriller from Paramount on 3200 screens. Those three films vying for your box office bet vote there in the chat, so start chiming away there. But in the meantime, we'll do a little box office rewind. <laughs> Of somebody upcoming in one of these weekends' films, and I thought we do. Why don't we do Leslie Mann? Oh. Great choice, by the way. Thanks, Amy Cassandra Martinez. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming to number five for her was Funny People from Universal, back from 2009, twenty two point six million dollars. This is like my definition of like a shaggy dog movie, where there's just a lot of just like a lot of fluff, a lot of too much stuff on. That movie funny had people? four acts, yeah, and it Wait, needed funny three. People? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even remember. Oh, that's that. Adam Sandler where he <laughs> thinks he's dying. And it's uh, Seth, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is his assistant slash like joke writer. There you go. Jonah and it's it has an ending. Yeah. And then it just keeps happening and mm-hmm. then it gets more awkward and stupid. And I'm like, it, well, I'm at the theater for four hours now. It feels like the story just like walked through a hallway blindfolded with the lights off and mm. just somehow got to the end. That's it's just never that, that movie never feels like it found its footing into like what it was trying to do. Yeah, yeah. 
It was like a jumbled mess, unfortunately. Coming in number four, 17 again from Warner Brothers back also in 2009. That was cute. That was surprisingly really good. Mm -hmm. I agree. (laughs) It was just like, and Zach Efron, Mm -hmm. that one scene where he's pretend reading that letter, I was like, okay, I like you. I mean, before that, he wasn't doing that much. But now he's doing a lot. For now musical. he's doing a lot. I mean, like whatever. I loved High School Musical back in and the day. And he has one episode on Firefly. Deep cut. Hey, good for him. Come on, but I mean, you gotta get movie, your head in the game. Gotta, gotta. He was a get Steve, your, Steve, get your, get Steve, Steve R. and Disaster Artist. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that made twenty three point seven million dollars. And number three, The Other Woman from two thousand fourteen, twenty four point seven million dollars. Oh, I never yeah. saw that. That was nice. All right. Wait, Pretty Woman? <laughs> the Other Woman. The other oh, God, God. I don't think I know that one. Uh, I'd like to see that. Uh, I, I wish they could go back in time and put that on the uh, promotional material. That was nice. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> like, some of my friends back in Texas, hi, uh, they were like, that was really, really fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it. it. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, there you go. Nice. Right. Nice. There we go. Nice. Uh, coming in number uh, number two, knocked up from hey. uh, 2007, 30.6 million dollars. Uh, Carrie Lane loves no. that film. No, cannot get enough of Catherine Heigl. No, she's fine. I just thought the plot is stupid. I don't think it's funny. Of like, oh, someone got pregnant, and now we're gonna do something. I'm like, no, that's not funny. It was yeah. okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it was okay. I'm not a huge Catherine Heigl fan. She does not. What? That's me. shocking. I'm not a giant Judd Apatow fan. Yeah. I... The, He's hit or miss for me. Yeah. And when he's miss, he's like, miss. Miss hard. But I've heard really good things about the uh, the big documentary for Gary Shandling, currently airing on HBO, so oh. that he put together. So mm. check that out. Give, you know, maybe you might just at least volume him for that, Neil. Maybe. All right. And coming at number one, uh, Big Daddy from uh, 1999, $41.5 yeah, yeah, million. Good. Love Big that Daddy. Was that, I think, the last good Adam Sandler film? Yes. No. Uh, Mr. Deeds. Well, no, was, uh, come on. Punch, no, I like Mr. Deeds. Right. Mr. Deeds Night. It's Punch nice. Drunk Love? When was that? At? Have you guys seen that? Punch no. Drunk Love gave me a heart attack. That movie's so good, though. But oh, I guess like one of the... God. Hmm? I'm glad you're here. That's like the best Adam Sandler acting like I've seen. I guess I'm speaking more to the last Adam Sandler kind of joint. Where it's like, gonna, like yeah. Happy, yeah. Happy Madison, yes. yeah. Happy Madison production. Yeah. yeah. Well, then uh, that would be uh, what's the one with Kevin, Little Kevin, Nicky, Kevin James. Little Nicky wasn't horrible. <laughs> uh, but it was terrible. <laughs> no. Big Daddy was fun. Yeah, that, that was good. I really liked it. I feel Daddy. like that was the last time I really enjoyed an Adam Sandler like fronted production. Yeah. Um, so you're like, oh, Adam, what have you done? That little Nicky voice. Oh, that 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 movie. Just holy cow. <laughs> you had to hold the like his face in the right place, and every time he talked, it was just so. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Or just the one that was several years back, uh, where he played him, uh, himself and his twin sister. Oh, Al- yeah. Jack, Jack, and Jill. Jack and Jill. Where Al Pacino is obsessed with the female they, Oh, they shot that on a cruise ship, per oh. his per his request, and he brought all of his friends and family so they could have a oh, free cruise. It's uh, like grownups. Um, they're like, let's go film in Hawaii. Chat room is saying, uh, click, click, click was good. Click was. Yeah. Uh, Fifty First Dates was good. I like I, that one. I love Fifty First Dates. Fifty First Dates is pretty good. That was really cute. Oh, I love 51st like, Dates. Eh. That one's not I too bad. Yeah, that one, was it? Sandly, Sandy Wexler film, I believe. You guys remember that? He was like an agent in Hollywood. Oh, that came out of Netflix yeah. last year. Oh. I heard that was decent, and I did see some of that, not going to lie. 
And I didn't see that Western they did on Netflix. Oh, the back Ridiculous Six. I think. Yeah. Ugh, oh, I horrible. did see that. <laughs> that, was uh, that was stupid, but I mean, I had a fun time. <laughs> well, I didn't watch it. I, I ate popcorn and yeah, it was dumb, but you know, that's <laughs> what it's about. It's, you sort of, you sort of understand that. All right. Uh, so, folks, before we do our uh, box office bet, we got to do our top five for next week. So, of course, we've got blockers on 3,300 screens from Universal Comedy. Uh, we've also got The Quiet Place from Paramount, 3,200 screens. Chappaquiddick from Entertainment Studios, a small 1,500 screens. A little bit more of a niche film. I don't feel like that's going to be cracking our top five. I feel like I'm never going to see that movie. Which it's one? Chappaquiddick. It looks that's boring. fun to say, though. Chappaquiddick. Uh, do we no. see anything dethroning <laughs> okay. Ready Player One? Quiet Place. Maybe. Maybe. I, I mean, I think Quiet Place could be a fun movie, but I don't know if it's going to... Be number one. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it has enough hype for it, really, or the yeah. marketing's there for it. I'm just, like, super hyped for it, so yeah. I'm just, like, on that bandwagon for, could, for those of you out there who are yeah. on it as well. I can see that yeah. being, like, a slow burn, so it could stick around for a while. Mm, yeah. Um, blockers, maybe, because it's, like, zany comedy that there hasn't been one of those. I've actually heard really good things about it. That trailer, it looks very hit or miss. I'm like, it's going to be really funny or really annoying. I'm I'm ready to watch it. I just, like, technically there should be a picture there, because then I'm like, oh, I get it. (laughs) I get it. At first I'm like, "Eh, oh. I'm going to go Ready Player One, uh, Blockers, uh, uh, Quiet Place, Acrimony, and I'm going to say Black Panther then. Rounding out the top five. Agreed. Solid. I think I agree with that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I'll change is I'll put... I'll, you're not going to give um, Quiet Place the bump and think it'll beat out um, uh, Blockers? No, because uh, John Cena has way too many people. That's true. Like, yeah. You know how many grown... Like old grown people like that watch wrestling loves John Cena. <laughs> like, wow, that's his demo. Oh, grown <laughs> people? <laughs> Is that the same also, demo that's going to go see blockers? Well, though? It's the only people that can go see blockers because the children can't go see uh, blockers because they're too uh, young. Teenagers. Isn't well, it fine. rated R? It is. Yeah, it's rated Teenagers R. Boom. I don't know. If anything, I think it's all the Make a Wish kids that he went and visited are going to go see blockers. Because <laughs> who's going to say no? Yeah. Mom, I want to see this radar film. It has John Cena, my hero. Okay. Yeah, Quiet Place has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to change so. up and do Ready Player One, Quiet Place, Blockers, um, then the Acrimony, and Black Panther. You just took Sky Patterson's vote, which is pretty funny. I, I saw that, yeah. Good job, seemed, I'm like, yeah, I just want to swap the two. You know, when I keep seeing these commercials, though, I mean, where they, it's uh, all hyping up, uh, you know, this film, Blink, has got, you know, uh, 100% certified fresh in Rotten Tomatoes. That does nothing to compel me to go see oh, that movie. Oh, nothing. Yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. know why they keep hyping this in, this, in their It makes me feel good about myself if I already have plans to see the movie, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's their goal, but that's how it makes me feel. Mm. <laughs> I think there are people out there that are like, I, I need to check the Rotten Tomatoes yeah. score. So, we're not those people, but that's who they target, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot take, my five... I'm going to say Quiet Place number one. Ooh. Hell yeah, I like it, I like it. I'm going to say Quiet Place number one, and then I'm going to say Blockers, Ooh. Ready Player One, Acrimony Black Panther. I could see that. That's, okay. a good one. Wow. That's a good one. I wish I had the heart to go with that one. <laughs> you don't have the heart to answer. I know. I right. Well, like... I think if, uh, if RPO has a decent 50 drop, then we're looking at like 20 and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. Neil, I love the courage of your conviction. Thank yeah. You. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to do our box office bet on the film that you've chosen in the chat. 
All right, chat, lay it on us. And that film is going to be what Anthony will tell us in a moment. But any, in the meantime, mo- any movie will do. That's right. But in the meantime, the box office, but we're all going to vote on whatever you have voted on in the in the, uh, uh, the chat about what we think the actual box office gross will be for its opening weekend. person that's closest to it will get the, the praise of being the prognosticator of prognosticators, the loser. We'll get this thing of having to go see that film and tell us all about it. All right. Uh, so, Ken Jack coming through. Yes. Uh, I believe he says Blockers won. Blockers! Interesting! <laughs> <laughs> that was great. So, All right, so blockers. John Cena, Leslie Mann. You're number one for that. Look at that. Uh, 3,300 screens from Universal. Two. Ooh, I think I'm three. Two. I'm three. You said I said, three. I said two. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. What the heck? So right now we've got, of course, uh, Ready Player One made 41.5. If it has a 50, you know, it's going to be a little over 20. That would be third. No. Mm. If it goes down 50. Yes. If it went down 50. You know what? We don't know. All right. Uh, so. Oh, this is gonna be... Ken Jack says 16. Although this doesn't seem like a bad so movie to watch. Nadia says 11. Fun. Star Drew says 13. Mm. All right. Okay. I got mine. Nah. Okay. We'll see. I won't mind having to see this one, so if I... Shakalaka is 15. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is just the one I'm going to watch this weekend, because Phil really wants to watch it. Guys, well, what about a quiet place? Yeah. yeah been... No, I'm going to watch that. He's too. like, I'm going to see it, too. Yeah, it's, that's, a, that's a given. Please. No? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I want to try to watch both. Yeah, oh, yeah. Which one will you see first? Oh, for sure. Quiet place if I can. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a damn. Don't, don't equivocate. Don't say, if I can. you got to be... Let's be definitive. No, I'm going to see A Quiet Place. First. Paul Jones says 12. Jesse Bloom says 17. Yusuf right, says 15. I got, I got my, my number. Yeah. All right. Everybody else locked in? I'm locked in. Yep. All right. Anthony, lay it on us. I'm going to give it a steady 25 now. Ooh. All right. Ooh. Very nice. Very nice. That's just going off my cut. I didn't really... What, okay. What I like to see is whenever Anthony puts out that first number, you can always gauge how Amy feels about hers <laughs> by the way her eyes yeah, just bug out. Like, <laughs> it's like $25 million. <laughs> This is true. There you go. Chat room's doing a lot lower, though, so... All right, yeah. what do you got, Neil? It sounds just like Anthony's, but there's a decimal point. It's 20.5. Oh, oh, snap. Oh. Damn. Amy Cassandra Martinez. <laughs> 16. Oh, Ooh. all right. So ball. 19. Ooh. Ooh, I went, uh, let me get over, open up for me, please. I get the highest. I went uh, 18. Oh, 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 that's okay. That's there a pretty tight. Okay. I'm going to see it. Bracket. I'm, okay. I'm going to see it. That's okay, fun. Okay, I'm still going to lose. It's okay. It's not winning, though. <laughs> I want you to do that. Way more times, Frank. Please do it. Yeah. Do it. It's okay, everybody. It's oh okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is okay for us to end the show as well. Nice. Uh, but you know what? Before we do, uh, one thing we want to do is we, we've been uh, trying to educate you about our impassioned opinions about box office. But you know what? There's somebody else that can help you out in all aspects of life. And that is our delightful founder of AfterBuzz TV Studios, uh, Marie Menounos. She's got a new podcast called Conversations with Marie Menounos Podcast Edition. It drops every single Friday in iTunes. Uh, Conversations with Marie Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. From health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more, let our Maria be the big sister you never had. 
So you know what you can do? You can go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Marie Menounos for free. Look at that. Huh. Pass the savings right on to you. And when you do, let her know as the people from Box Office Breakdown here in Popcorn Talk that got you there. Conversations with Marie Menounos Podcast Edition. Check it out. And as always, folks, as we wrap up the edition of Box Office Breakdown, thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat. Mm-hmm. As always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give it a bunch of thumbs up while you're there. And if you're watching after we stream live, Carrie Lane has got something important that you need to do. Yes, well, this will tie into the prize. So um, I post on my social media where you can see it up close, but I have Oasis nail wraps to give you guys from Espionage Cosmetics. Leave a comment down below on uh, Ready Player One. Even if you haven't seen it, you can say you want to see it. And if you have seen it, say what you thought about it. No spoilers. And then we will pick a winner randomly and mail you those nail wraps. We all will do that together. We'll all go and lick yeah. the envelope together. Oh. And we'll all carry the envelope <laughs> to a mailbox a and group, deposit it all a together. Group enveloping. Yep, yeah. that's right. We'll, we'll each all a sign the envelope for you. Aww. Oh my gosh. There we go. That'd be adorable. That's collector's sweet. item. Uh, and if you want to continue the conversation with any of us after this show's over, Neil Plumley, where can they find you? Thanks for asking, Frank. <laughs> you people at home can find me where people are found at the Neil Plumley. That's T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. Amy. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for watching. I'm Amy Cassandra Martinez. You can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MT. Oh, dang it. MTZ. Nailed it. Good recovery. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) 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 And yeah, just feel free to follow me on Instagram. I have created a lot of polls, so feel free to join in on those. Nice. Uh, And they're they're fun. I've done them. Thank you. Uh, Yes. And I appreciate your vote. I've never done one. You I should. never will. Do it. Uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And you can see the pictures. I posted these. And by the way, they glow in the dark, which is Whoa. super cool. Anthony, how about the work and the folks fund you? Mm-hmm. All right. He's Anthony, like, Anthony, Anthony passed away. Oh, sorry. The, <laughs> sorry, the, mu- the music stopped. Oh I, was to, I was trying to get that going. <laughs> that was really scary. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Tony B. Tony underscore Tony B, the capital B, or just letter B, Tony <laughs> underscore. And, uh, yeah, if you guys like uh, the Popcorn Talk Network as well as some horror movies, Whee! we actually do horror movie news, uh, Carrie and I, and we'll be discussing A Quiet Place, and I'll be nerding out about it. Uh, definitely can't contain my excitement. So. I like that. And I like just the qualification, just some horror movies. You don't have to like all of them, just some. And you can enjoy that show. Just the good ones, yeah. There you go. Uh, folks, follow, like me or don't, or I don't know, whatever. Yeah, follow, but follow me or don't. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. You know, whatever. You already know how you feel about that decision. Uh, <laughs> all right, folks, we'll catch you back here next Sunday night with another edition of the uh, Box Office Breakdown. Uh, my likes and my follows are dwindling rapidly. Spit out your gut. Right here on Popcorn Talk. Bye, everybody. Go see some movies. Peace. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. 